prejudice is very human. Now that does trouble me. Do you consider yourself superior to us? I am superior, sir, in many ways. But I would gladly give it up to be human. Nice to meet you, Pinocchio. Generation episode 142. When we're still sweating. <laughs> still sweating all summer long. I'm Rob Logan. Mike Volpe is here, as you just heard. And Zifkak is back. Hello. And Jen Jana is back. Hello. Everybody's uh, melting. <laughs> A couple quick things before we get going. Again, all t-shirts in the store are marked down to $12 till the end of August. Head to thegeekgeneration.com slash store. All profits help us keep going. Also, the creative listening contest is also still going. Take a picture of you or someone you know listening to the show. Make sure that we can see your device that you're listening on and that you're listening to this show. Share those photos on Twitter, Instagram, or post them on our Facebook page using the hashtag GeekGen, Geek G-E-N. And uh, I'll choose the winner and announce it on July 22nd. That's a week from today. And the winner will get a free T-shirt. From the Geek Gen store of their choice, size, and type. Doesn't matter. Totally up to you. Okay. We have a lot to do this episode. Yeah. Uh, the first of which is I, I know I've been seeing a lot of movies recently, not just mm-hmm. in the theaters, but also summer's like my catch up time where I start going back to all the movies I didn't make it to in like January and February and all that and catch up on those. I know Mike Volpe's seen a lot of movies. I have. So we have a lot to talk about. I don't know about the ladies if they've been to the movies at all or have been watching anything. Nope. But we're going to do a whole bunch of quick little movie reviews to... Uh, Jen's too busy becoming a rock star. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> and Anna's breaking ribs. Yeah. So. Yeah. I watched Commando. Oh, jeez. The other day. Oh, Actually, the 4th the fourth, the of July, I watched Commando for the first time. How was it? I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was good. Half, like, half of those 80s action movies don't hold up and the other half no. do. It was pretty good. Some of them are funny because when you go back to older movies, you go... How many problems would a cell phone have fixed? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Seinfeld would not be oh, a TV no, show. Not there at would all. be no such thing as Seinfeld if Seinfeld there was is cell all phones. the result of miscommunication yep. or like just not in the time. The parking or, garage one? Yeah. Forget about it. Absolutely. Like be like, oh I know where we are. Let me yeah. pull that up yep. on our app. Yeah. <laughs> there would be But no it's show. still such a great show. Yeah, we could it hear is. him being like, There's an app for that. You know? <laughs> There's an app for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's every show. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Seinfeld. There's an app for that. Actually, you know what? That'd be a funny thing to do on YouTube is to take Seinfeld episodes Recreate and do them, them called called Seinfeld. There's an app for that. And then <laughs> when it gets to the point of the episode where it would have solved the problem. Yep. You just go boom. And, app, and then it ends. <laughs> yeah. So some episodes could be five minutes long. Exactly. It all depends how long it takes to get to that point. They walk into the Chinese food restaurant. They're like, it's okay. We made a reservation. But um, three minutes. Episode, episode over. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's talk some movies. Do you have a list or should I go through well, mine I have first? My, all the movies I reviewed and posted on Flickster. Oh, okay. so they're all listed there. Whatever. Yeah. We can go back and forth. Okay. Whatever you want to do. Uh, White House Down. We saw together. Yeah. That was good. That was much better than expected. Mm -hmm. I was not expecting a lot from it. I'm not a big fan of Roland Emmerich movies. Independence Day, I thought, was his last good one before White House Down. 
And there were some corny things, but again, it was an action movie. It felt it's like an action summer movie. summer blockbuster action movie. Yeah. Minus blockbuster. <laughs> and actually, it didn't do well. It didn't. I don't think. I think it opened it's at number four. Food on. Yeah. Critics didn't like it. Financially, it's not doing well. It's sad. You got to give them some credit, though. They let active military and veterans see it for free on July 4th. That's cool. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. And Roland Emmerich really loves blowing up the White House or just attacking it. And they make reference to it in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. To the Independence Day scene. Yep. This is where the big blue laser came down through the ceiling in Independence Day. Right. Nice. I think he's destroyed it in every single movie. Independence Day, yes. Um, Day After Tomorrow, yes. Destroyed. 2012, pretty sure it got destroyed. And then he was like, you know what? I just keep blowing it up. Let's make a whole movie about just attacking the White House. (laughs) Might as well. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it was weird, though, too, the the Jamie Foxx thing we mentioned, too, when we had seen it, that in the first, like, 20 minutes or so, he's doing a blatant Obama impression with his voice. Even the wife in the movie looks like she's supposed to be Michelle. Right. Mm-hmm. But they're, that's not their names, obviously. They're not the Obamas, but they're mm-hmm. definitely hinted at. And he's yeah. doing a Obama-type voice. Yeah. And then he drops it. Yeah. And then he just disappears. And it just never comes back the whole movie. That's weird. It is a little strange. Uh, this is the end. Yeah, we you also saw. saw. You also saw. No, no, I wanted to, but I. Oh, okay. I don't have any. Jen friends. definitely didn't. No, <laughs> no. I saw <laughs> I it. I want to. Um, I actually went to go see a screening of the Way Way Back, and it sucked because not the movie. I didn't actually get to see it because the way that these screenings work is they overbook them, and then you have to get there like an hour before the show to try and get a spot. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's literally like a herd of cattle. There's a huge wow. line. They that all comes come out at the, the same theater. time, too. Yeah. And I That's got there. It's not announced what that time is because then people will hear that. <laughs> right. That's and they'll true. show up earlier. That's true. I don't know how many people go to these screenings, though, oh. that are <laughs> listening to the show. So they always overbook to make sure that the theater's full and it's first come, first serve. And when the theater's full, it's full. So it was getting, I was getting close to the line. I didn't think there was a chance of it shutting down at all. I didn't think the line was that far ahead of me. Uh, and then they said that, uh, they were cutting it off and they were done. And there was one guy ahead of me that was with a group of three. The other two were going in and the dude was like, Oh, you're just one. I'll let you in. So I was the la I was the cutoff, yeah. which sucked. I was the first person that didn't get in. Aww. I was supposed to be there, but I wasn't. Because yeah. Of issues. Yeah. With- protein delivery yeah. or lack thereof <laughs> so buy the protein yeah yeah right yeah. he gives up movies for that so i didn't see the way way back but what they do is a consolation people that don't get in you're allowed to choose a movie that's starting around that same start time and see it for free huh. so nice. i went and saw the way uh, i saw um this is the end yeah. instead because yeah. it wouldn't be one that i would necessarily pay for because mm-hmm. i'm not really a seth rogan fan it was funny too much drug humor which is typical of their movies i don't care for drug humor but it was there was a lot of funny things in it. I love the the premise of them all being themselves, mm-hmm. yeah, and being like mm-hmm. publicly perceived versions of themselves, yeah. Yep. Like James Franco's, and then a they make bit. fun of themselves, and yeah, it's yeah. nice. And I heard uh, Rogan on Stern talking about the movie before, and there are a couple things in the movie that they they bring up as like character things, yeah, that were thrown in. Like uh, Franco has a weird obsession with Seth Rogan in yeah. the movie. Yeah. Like he's almost in love with them. Yeah. And it's like very subtle, but there are little things that keep mm-hmm. coming up. And that was Franco's like idea. Like Seth Rogen can't be like, how about you're in love with me the whole time? But yeah. James Franco was like, what if my character is just a little bit too infatuated with yep. you? 
as we go through because of Pineapple Express and everything and freaks and geeks they were on and all that. So yeah, that was, that was entertaining. I mean, it was, it was funny. The ending was great. The end is fantastic. Uh, we won't say anything. No. But it, it's that funny. whole last bit of it is good when you actually get to see what's happening yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah it was, was like, dumb. I was like, wow, they saved all their special effects for this. Yeah. All that money went to I this moment. I almost feel like they were in the house for too much. I would have liked to see them go out more, but I can see how the budget would have crazy increased yeah. on that. But yeah, it was good. Uh, did you want to mention one before I keep going? No, I keep going. Okay. Because uh, my reviews aren't so like, okay. mine's going to be like, I watched this and it was good. I watched this and it was bad. Huh. Well, <laughs> all right. Uh, Despicable Me Too. I just saw the other oh, day. Yeah. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I was a little worried because I love the first one. And whenever you see a sequel, you always have that fear. It's not going to be as good, but it was, it was great. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, believe it or not, there's a similar theme. In the ending of Despicable Me 2, as there is to the end of This is the End. Really? There's something that carries over between the two, but you'd have to have seen them both to understand what it is. I'm not going to say it. Oh, man. Because it would ruin a really it funny so joke. strange. Yeah. It would ruin a really funny joke in both movies. Uh, They're not meant to carry over, yeah. but there's just a, a similar thing that's very, very funny. Uh, I just watched Cloud Atlas last night. I saw you post about it. Yeah, which came out last year. <laughs> Something about, like, I thought this movie was done. And it just <laughs> kept going. <laughs> it is a friggin' marathon. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I felt the movie. You know how you can feel a movie winding down? Mm -hmm. Like when you mm -hmm. see Return of the King and it has six different endings. You're like, oh, oh, it's over. Oh, no, it's not over. It's still, oh, wait, no, no it's still going. And that's the big joke with that one. But mm -hmm. Cloud Atlas, I felt like it was winding down. And then I, I checked the time and I was like an hour and 12 minutes into it. And it's a three hour movie. Oh my God. Three hours. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. And it's why it took me so long to watch it. Cause you got to be in the right mood or just not feeling well <laughs> to watch a three hour <laughs> movie. Really well. And you have no other options for what you're going to do. And you go, okay, I'll watch a three minute movie. And it was good. You need to have absolutely nothing else in your life to do. Yeah. But lay on a couch. Exactly. And that's where I was last night. Did so. it hold up for three hours to just sustain? It felt like three hours, uh, unfortunately. It was good, but there were some things in it that definitely took away. I have to give the actors a ton of credit. Because there's probably like four or five different storylines going on, but it's the same actors in each one. And it's all different time periods. So it's almost like they're playing past and future lives of these same characters over and over again. But where it gets, where it starts to fall apart is they use makeup to like change people's nationalities and it didn't work so no. much. Like Who you take, it? um, it, well, Tom Hanks. Mm -hmm. Um, Halle Berry. Halle Berry, Hugo Weaving, and trying to make Hugo Weaving look Asian didn't didn't no. work for it me. Just sounds odd. Yeah, it, it, really weird. there was a lot of, and they they had an, uh, an Asian woman in it that I don't know what her name is, and they tried making her like white mm. at one point. All by, I can like, picture to make is her like look Irish. Dave Chappelle playing the white, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the white news anchor, and a lot of them play like older versions yeah. of the same character or just what. Uh, a future version of that person might look like, even if they're not the same character. And you can tell it's just someone in old person makeup. Old age and makeup not, is so hard It's so to bad, do. yeah. And beards are the worst. Yeah. Beards are horrible. You know what did a great job at old people makeup was the end of Harry Potter. That's true. That was so good. I was I thought petrified. you were going to say jackass, because 
they looked pretty good as old guys. <laughs> I was like really old. Yeah. No, but I, I was petrified when I heard they were going to do that scene. I, was I like, didn't oh, think they no. even looked that much older, honestly. Well, yeah, but they weren't. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you take care of your skin. <laughs> it was only like, it was well, really like only like 10 to 12 years wizards later. You could be it's like hippity boppity boop into a mirror. and then <laughs> Hippity <laughs> boppity. That's the hippity hoppity. <laughs> <laughs> the run DMC wizards. Yeah. <laughs> Doing the hippity hoppity. Um, so that was kind of distracting from Cloud Atlas, but it was a nice story if you can mm-hmm. sit through the whole thing. Like it was a nice message and everything. Uh, and they, they all connect in a very cool way. Uh, then I watched Erased, which was the movie we talked about during the summer movie preview, which was the one that kind of looked like Taken, except it was Aaron Eckhart instead of Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. As a guy that works for like a, uh, a government agency kind of doing research and development and then all of a sudden he goes into work one day and the company's just gone there's nothing there and then people are like trying to kill him out of nowhere and oh my god so it's but it was really good i thought it was cool so that was fun uh spring breakers i just watched what a train wreck of a movie that was everyone well, said it was awful these i didn't kids see it, today but... are train yeah. wrecks. <laughs> i can see why a lot of people would say it's bad I can see what they were going for. They did do some things right. It was very cinematic, and that's why I think a lot of people probably hated it because mm-hmm. the the cast is like Selena Gomez, yeah, and Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens, Hodgins. Ashley Benson, uh, and another girl I'd never heard of. So, so why it's did you very watch this? because it's a movie, and I he was movies. hoping for some boobies because <laughs> <laughs> it's spring break. Yeah. And James Franco's in it as well, but it's. I heard um, he plays a really creepy guy. He does. And he does it well. He does Re- oh, too well. Yeah, like, yeah. He actually was really I, good. I in might it. see it just to see that because I feel like that's a different role that I haven't seen him yeah. in. So it could have been good, but the the way they tell the story is not, and it's definitely a lot smarter than the crowd that was probably going to see it because it's all like former Disney Channel. Girls yeah. trying to so break it's funny. out, yeah. reinvent themselves, <laughs> right? And they're mm-hmm. all being like adult and doing drugs, and, yeah. And they're trying oh to like so wait, but they're being themselves, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> trying to reestablish themselves as more adult or seriously. Like, Yo, Miley, let me do this thing. line off your ass. <laughs> Selena Gomez looks twelve. She, yeah, she does, it doesn't matter does. like how Selena old she gets. Selena Gomez just... doesn't really like. I don't know. She's very mature for her age as far as like Disney stars go. Yeah, she hasn't done anything crazy. Vanessa Hudgens. I know. She's but, been all over the place. Yeah. But I, I don't even know why people are like, Selena Gomez is so hot. I'm like, I don't know she looks who like any of looks like a little kid. Yeah. yeah. There's like no I don't no know who way. any of these people are. Oh. I feel so good about <laughs> <I don't>, myself. <laughs> no, Volpe, the only reason I know who Selena Gomez is because she was in The Muppets. That is the only she reason. She was in The Muppets? Yeah, she had a really short like cameo where she walked in oh. and she was like, I don't even know who these people are. I don't even know who the Muppets are. Huh? And then oh, she like answered phones in the booth. That's oh, the only okay. reason I know. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but it, it was, there's a lot of like repetition of lines through the movie and like, uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it was very cinematic and it was definitely a more artsy film. And really, people, yeah, it was oh. actually very artsy. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Which I is, I think, that. why people would have gone to see it and be like, uh, I don't know what just happened. Like they wouldn't get it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think most people who went to see it would even process what was going on properly. <laughs> Not to insult the Disney yeah. tween crowd, but that's probably the <laughs> insult case. them. Yeah, just just do it. Uh, the other night I watched Gangster Squad, which was back from like January oh, yeah. of this year. It was a movie that they had pushed back originally, and they mm-hmm. had taken some scenes out of. I enjoyed it. The premise was cool too. It's like a mob movie where 
It's the guy's is name. that the one that's centered on the police trying to take down the mob? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sean Penn is like this big mobster yeah. in Los Angeles, and they have uh, a bunch of cops who basically leave their badges at home and form a gangster squad mm-hmm. to take down Mickey Cohen, who's the big gangster in L.A., and they can't get busted or anything because they'll get found out as cops and they're trying to do all this on the down low so they they are acting under orders yeah police orders but it's the only way they can possibly take down is to kind of go like vigilante i thought it was cool yeah Yeah. worth seeing yeah yeah i'd see it and the last one i have on here is nothing recent i actually watched the craft Oh yeah, from like the nineties. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know how you have those movies that. that you've always like meant to see, and mm-hmm. they just kind of fall into the back of your mind, and then you stumble upon them one day, and you're like, you know what? I always yep. meant to watch that. It is so nineties. <laughs> it, it, it is so nineties. That's the they're witches, right? Yeah, yeah. The ending, the the end, like whole last act of the movie is just crazy. Yeah, it's so weird, but I, that is exactly how I would describe it. It's a weird movie. Yeah, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Is Nev Campbell in it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was like right around it. Party of Five Heights. And uh all the music is all nineties and mm-hmm. the, the soundtrack's phenomenal. Is this you, one of those movies where the soundtrack is soundtrack is better than the movie? It might be. Hmm. It might be. I don't know the full soundtrack, but a lot of the songs in it they were just very reminiscent of that time period and everything, and I liked it. I always dig the goth style, so <laughs> cool. it worked. Uh, that's my list of movies, though. What uh, do you got? Mine are all movies that aren't in the theater. Yeah. What I did was I, I have the Flickster app. So I went on, and I know that connects to Rotten Tomatoes. So mm-hmm. what I did was I looked at movies that have come out that are, like, certified fresh and, like, top rated. Sure. And I was like, but I wanted to try to watch a majority of movies that are out of my normal classification. Okay. Which would be horror or action. So I was trying <laughs> to find other things, even if they were, like, romantic comedies. I had watched them with Heather, not alone. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't crossed over yet. Uh, I crossed over a long time ago. <laughs> Got to get into Gilmore Girls with him. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. That'll be good. Me and him sitting on the couch <laughs> watching Gilmore Girls. That's, that's cool. Please. Um, so the first movie I watched, um, people seemed to like and critics loved it. It was called Bernie and it had Jack Black in it. And I'm not a big Jack Black fan, but he was fantastic in this movie. And it's based on a real story where... This guy just starts working with an older woman. He ends up, and it tells you right in there, he kills her and like is trying to hide it. And he's like the most down to earth, lovable guy. The entire town loves him. Nobody could ever think that he did this. Um, and it just follows through. Does he do through. it by accident? Or oh, like... no, no. He just snaps and does it. Oh. Um, which Jeez. is cool because it's got Jack Black, Shirley McLean, uh, and Matthew McConaughey in it. Huh. Um, which I didn't even know he was in. I was like, hey, look, it's that guy. It's that guy. <laughs> um, Everybody loved it, and I thought it was boring. Like, the first 30 minutes are really good because Jack Black's, like, the focus, and, like, you're learning about the character. Okay. And he's portraying him really, really well. And then all of a sudden, I was just like, is this over yet? And, like, at that point, I kept checking how many minutes are left, how many minutes are left. So, I wouldn't recommend it, but everybody else seemed to really like it. Hmm. Um I watched a movie called Goon, which is right up my alley. I've heard I like good that movie. That movie it. was really good. I liked um, it a lot. I, one that was rated well by critics and, and users. Um, Sean William Scott. Sean right? William Scott is in it. Just playing a, a kid from Boston who plays hockey and, you know, gets picked up and starts to play. Like, it's really, he, what I liked was that he's really simple. Yeah. Like, really, really simple-minded character. You know what was really kind of funny, too, is um, that was based on a true story. 
And that oh, guy really? is a cop in Massachusetts. And I'm is like, he? they portray him as being kind of unintelligent yeah. in that movie. And I'm like, that poor cop is like, wow, they made a movie about my life. And like, I'm a dummy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He really comes off as, I don't want, you don't like, want to say retarded, like, yeah, but like, sweet, simple. he's very simple, mm. like person. Wow. Um, it's violent though. Yeah, that is. movie's got some like hits and you, just you blood. do the ooh ah ooh. Yeah, yeah. you're watching though, it going right? ah. Yeah. Um, it's it, a little dramatic. Really, though. it's, a it's a like dramatic. a more serious comedy. Uh, like it's a little. I mean, okay. it's very funny, but like yeah, you feel a little bad for the guy, and you definitely get your emotions going. I've heard nothing but good things. It's about really it. good. It it holds up there with. I think that's a movie you could watch a few times. Yeah. it's not as good as like Major League. But have you seen that? The baseball no. ones with Charlie Sheen. It's oh, not, you haven't seen it's Major not League? hilarious. Oh it's not oh. like slapstick. It's no. not like over the top. But comedy. It's, a, it's a good sports movie. And yeah. it's only got an hour and a half runtime. So it moves pretty quick. Yeah, it's very What good. is it with like so many movies having two plus hour runtimes now? A lot of the movies I watched it's were crazy. really long. Yeah. yeah. And it's not, I don't know what it's being spent on. Not character development. Right. Um, this movie is really good. Safety not guaranteed. It's a time travel movie. Okay. That's definitely worth watching because yeah. it's not the time travel is kind of the underlying focus is that they're building towards this moment where there's going to be time travel. Okay. Um, I don't know if there's anybody in it that we know. I um, might know. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. She was in Scott Pilgrim. Um, Stallone. Jake Johnson and Mark Duplass. Duplass. Oh, Mark Duplass. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of him. Um, Great movie, like was really really good movie. Hour and a, actually less than an hour and a half long, so it moves really quick. Oh wow! I don't know. It was just it was you can kind of relate to some of the characters with where they are. Like sure. we've all been in the moments that we've all been in that spot in life where they are, um, and then we've met people who are really weird too. Okay, mm-hmm. so I don't know. You can kind of get a feel for them. I thought it was great, and everybody else seemed to like it too. Sounds good to me. After watching that, it recommended that I watch the movie called The Giant Mechanical Man. So I was like, well, why not? This was good. It can't be wrong. That sounds like a 60s sci-fi movie. No, it was it was really good. This is another one that I give it like three out of five stars. It's definitely worth a watch. Okay. Um, Jenna Fisher's in it. Okay. Uh, From The Office. Chris Messina. Is his dad, uh, it's the same last name, isn't it? Is the guy who played Dr. Octopus? Is it Messina? Oh, no, no. You're thinking of. Um... That last name sounds familiar, though escaping me oh well anyway they're just two people who are in spots in their lives where relationships aren't working and yeah they're going nowhere but like they are they're going somewhere at their own pace but it's not fast enough for everybody else okay so and they meet they keep like bumping into each other and meeting and the giant mechanical man is just a guy who's on the side of the street he's on stilts and he's completely painted like the tin man and he just moves like a robot And she doesn't know one of those living sculpture type ideas. Yeah, it, it progresses really well, and it's a really good movie. It's it's worth seeing. Okay, um, I watched Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, which is a horror movie that was like raved about by um, everybody, the critics, and I think that was part of the problem. Is you that got, there was so much like Build this up. movie's awesome mm-hmm. that when I was done, I was like, eh, is it is right, right to categorize it as a horror movie? Yeah. 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 There's okay. a lot of slasher and like, oh, okay. blood and guts. And... Never mind then. I saw the end of that movie. Oh, did just you the really? end? Just the end. Oh, I didn't see the beginning. Just the end. For the big twist yep. that apparently happens. Yep. I came in like right at the twist. Mm. Is that good I or didn't... bad? Well, I didn't want to watch it. So oh, that's okay. why I walked in on it. Cause I'm like, they're like, we were watching this movie at the end. I'm like, I wasn't going to watch it anyway. So I just went in. And now that I saw the end, I think I wouldn't have liked it. Movies like that, I almost want to read instead of seeing them. 
because I can't get the images out of my head, but I'd be able to let the words fade away. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't like terrible. It just I didn't like the twist was just too weird for me. Oh, I'm okay. like, nah, like maybe it's because I like classic Cabin in the Woods movies and it kind of ruined that. Hmm. Yeah, it was it was unique. It was a different take on everything. And there's right from the beginning, there's no secret as to what's going on. Like this whole thing is being played out on a bigger scale. Hmm. And they show you that. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I was, I don't, I don't really know what the, tw- I didn't feel like there was really a twist. I kind of felt like the entire thing was, I, was I, just I understood a twist it for all. the main characters. Yeah. It wasn't for you. It was for them. Oh, okay. Oh. I think. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> um, or maybe the twist is just that what it wasn't promoted as. Like it was promoted as pretty much a straight up horror movie. And then if you, you go knew to something see, yeah. was going on though in the trailer, yeah. like, which is why I didn't want to go see it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I watched. So after that, I was like, all right. Well, I recommended I watch Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which is I've supposed to that. be yeah. another great horror movie that's kind of well, funny. That's a comedy, it's, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. funny. Yeah. It's I thought funny. it sucked ass. I could not wait for that <laughs> well, movie it's stupid. to end. It's like a stupid funny. I don't know. Maybe like I just Dumb and didn't... Dumber. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> this well, is my no, Dumb and Dumber, like yeah, the way yeah. you see it. I don't know. I was just like, ugh, this is not. I give it like one star. Yeah. It's not even really worth watching. I just had to give it a star, so why? Because you sat through it. (laughs) I sat through it, so I guess if I have to, somebody else should do. Um, A movie that was actually really good was called Straight A's. Okay. Um, Anna Paquin, Ryan Philippi. Yeah, yeah. Is that how you say his name? And uh, Luke Wilson are in it. Really? So Luke Wilson's character marries Anna Paquin's character. Okay. And his brother is obviously Ryan Philippi. Yep. And uh, Ryan Philippi's character just comes back home to the South um, there's something bigger going on that you learn towards the end of the movie, mm-hmm. but he comes back and just kind of stirs up all kinds of trouble because this family is like a happy, religious, polite family, and he just comes in drunk, stoned, just all Ryan messed up. Philippi? Yeah, his character. I it, gotta see this. It was a really good movie. You, yeah. you really should watch it. Mm. Uh, let's see. Oh, last night I actually watched a movie called Management. Heather wanted to watch it. It's got uh, Jennifer Aniston, Steve Zahn, and Woody Harrelson in it. Okay. And so you I'm like Steve Zahn. Yeah. So, I was like, yeah. all right, cool cast. This would be good. It was a pretty good movie. It's like a romantic comedy. Oh, yeah. Um, You have to kind of suspend belief, though, because the things that Steve Zahn's characters does, like, no girl would put up with this. She'd yeah. be on the phone with the police in two seconds being like, you got to arrest this guy. He's stalking That me. sounds like most romantic comedies. <laughs> yeah. But, like, this is really, like, over the top, like, immediate first thing is like really? restraining order yeah and she's just kind of cool with the whole thing and i'm like there's no girl on earth that would be cool with the stuff and this steve guy's zahn isn't bradley cooper so it's no not like- he's not so but um you know she i think this was kind of like where jennifer aniston was starting to be like maybe i should be more sexy i think this is one of those movies where it started oh, okay. because she wasn't always that sexy like in the last few movies she's come out with she's been like you know, amping it up, amping it up. I think yeah. this is kind of where the amping began because she, <laughs> she's well, it's just not like your Jennifer. She was the next door neighbor, like the cute girl. Yeah, yeah. she's a little more slutty in this movie. Yeah. So this is kind of where it begins. Um, <laughs> and then a movie that you recommended. I, I did finally watch Butter. Yeah. And that movie was unbelievable, which is weird because nobody seemed to like it. Like the reviews, critics and users were like, this movie is not good. It made my top 10. Yeah. Last and I thought this years. movie was absolutely amazing. So these people are idiots. Yeah. I don't know why I let trust them. And the, the performances, the ensemble is fantastic. It's a great, great movie, and you need to watch it. Yeah, a lot of good people in it. Jennifer Garner, Olivia Wilde. 
Yeah, this, the movie is not like you hear it's butter. There, I mean, Alicia it's a, Silverstone. Like, yes, <laughs> I was like, yes. Rob He's Corddry back. is. Uh, He's in it. That's her husband. Alicia yep. Silverstone uh, in it. Yeah, it was a really like raunchy movie too. Yeah, it was. there's some moments in the movie. I'm like, oh damn! I hope my sister doesn't walk around. Like, I don't <laughs> want her to see me watching this. Um, it's a really good movie. Yeah, like, it's got a good heart to it yeah. as well. And it's it's an indie movie, like, and usually most indie movies have a quirkiness to them, but it's usually of the characters. This is of the town. Like, the fact that it's a movie yeah. about a butter carving car- competition, like, that's the quirkiness, and everything kind of centers around it. And there's just something funny about everyone taking butter carving so seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, but there's towns out there that are like that. Yeah, they I know. take these little things so seriously. You could yeah. substitute, like, high school football in there, and it'd be the same thing. Yep. Um, I think that's pretty much all I've watched. I have a whole list of movies that I need to watch, though. Need so. to? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's just like I have a whole list on here of movies I went through on Netflix. I'm like, oh, wow. gotta watch that. I gotta watch that. You start running out of time. It's hard to, you know, two movies is four hours. Right. Or, give or take. That's why I do all my catch up during the summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is hard to watch it. I need to figure out, out how I get a summer break. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm. <laughs> Break Schmidt. That is all. Becoming a teacher just for the summer breaks and, oh. realize, and then realize how horrible that would be of me. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I would never recommend anyone going to teaching. It's just going downhill. But that's a whole other discussion <laughs> that I'm not willing to get into right now. Any other movies you guys I recently mention? saw The Piano. Have you guys seen it? I've heard no. of it, but not seen okay. it. It was really weird. Yeah. The reason I wanted to see it, besides the fact that I play piano, is that. Um, it has Anna Paquin in it when she was really, really young, and yeah. it's kind of what made her noticeable. I think she was like eight or nine in this movie. Oh wow! Yeah, That's and really I think young. she won some award for I think it. She wow. won the Academy Award. Yeah. One of the youngest people ever to win the mm-hmm. Academy Award. See, I knew nothing of her until she played Rogue in X Men. <laughs> really, yeah. I had no clue who this girl was, and then from that point on, she's st- and still always is Rogue, right? From X Men, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone knows her from True Blood. Well, too. then I was just like, yeah, Rogue's naked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yeah, she wasn't naked in this. Her powers movie. aren't working anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. But I think everyone else was naked in this movie. So, oh, it was it was really weird. Even the piano. <laughs> <laughs> the piano. Um, it's about this woman who is like. She's dumb, like she can't speak. Okay. And she has the daughter, Anna Paquin, and she's forced... It takes place, like, I don't know, in, like, the 1700s or something. So she's forced to marry this random guy that she's never met, and they have to move because he lives on, like, I don't know, some island or something far away. So they have to move, and she's, like, emotionally attached to this piano. It's one of those, like, very artsy, like, movies but it was just really strange. Like, I don't know. Towards the end, it was kind of cool because there's this part when the piano falls into the ocean because okay. they're trying to, like, bring it with them. And then she ends up, like, falling into the ocean, too, because there's um this rope that gets, like, around her leg. Oh, I thought like, you were going to say like she like dives she... after the piano. <laughs> no, no. She, like, gets caught in it, but she kind of sees it and okay. knows it's happening, but she doesn't stop it. So it's like... Oh, she wants to die with her oh piano and like all this stuff. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know if anyone's into like that type of movie, but whatever. I don't know. I thought it was weird. It was a lot of weird. Would sexual you recommend parts. it or? I don't know because it was just so weird. <laughs> I think a lot of people would like it and a lot of people wouldn't. So it's okay. So, so it's you have to be those. that type of yeah. person. Did you like it? <laughs> um, as a whole. <laughs> 
<laughs> I may give it like five stars out of ten. You're very on the fence about that. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just weird. Okay. It's a weird movie. Any others? No, but I do have to go back and rewatch the movie Willow. Remember that? Yeah. With Val Kilmer? Yeah. I think it's on Netflix. Oh. And that was something I watched, I don't know how many times as a kid. Yeah. And I just I need to know if it still holds up. I'm scared to watch it. I have movies I, I, like that. I feel that. like I just need to watch it for some reason. Yeah. And I'm really hoping that it, it holds up. Do you remember that movie? No, I never saw that one, but I'm thinking of The Dark Crystal. Because I watched that, like, my two little sisters are a lot younger than me. So it's been kind of fun, like, as I grew up, like, showing them the mm-hmm. stuff that I grew up with. So we watched The Dark Crystal, and I'm like, it's still good, okay? I still like it. It still <laughs> technically holds up in that it's still a good movie, but it's so fucked up. Yeah. I'm like, how did my parents, like, sit through this with me? They probably didn't. They probably, like, got up and left it's their room. It's so weird that it's that movie was intended weirdest for kids. movie. It yeah. is so bizarre Henson's like dark period oh my god well you know it's funny i read um the complete history of sesame street mm-hmm. which is a document like a whatever non-fiction sure and um they were talking about who he was so he loved sesame street but he was so engulfed in like preschool okay stuff that yep. he had to branch out and do something completely different that's because, understandable like, bernie and Ert, uh Bernie and Ert. <laughs> Bernie and Bert were like driving him crazy. Yeah. So that's when he went off to do The Dark Crystal and the Labyrinth because he needed to like branch away from the Muppets. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But that movie's I should weird. do a documentary called The Dark Side of the H or something. <laughs> well, they have they have a whole like part of the Henson company now called uh, Henson Alternative. Ha. Huh. <laughs> and it's all uh, things that. It's still the puppets and everything, but it's more adult oriented. Yeah. Like one of the things on the Nerdist channel, um, Neil's Puppet Dreams is all like Henson, but it's all the Henson alternative stuff. So it's all like sexual jokes and everything. And it's really funny. He had it before he did Sesame Street. He had like a news show. Oh, yeah. Like the like it was like a news show. And then he had a segment on it with his puppets and mm-hmm. it was completely adult. Yeah. Yeah. But that movie's weird. <laughs> it's weirder than The Labyrinth. Most people know The Labyrinth and not as many people have seen The Dark Crystal. Yeah, that's But true. like The Dark Crystal's completely 100% Muppets. There's no human oh. actors at all. It's fucking I'll weird. I'll look for it. Maybe it's, it's wicked it, good. But I mean, it's, Hopefully you need, it's online. You need to it's like. on Netflix. Yeah. You need to go into it prepared though that like it doesn't make a lot of sense and it's creepy and it's fucked up. When I was growing up, <laughs> I would always mess up in my head between that and The Black Cauldron. Oh yeah, that was a crazy movie. That was too. a wicked. That was the only PG-rated Disney animated film mm-hmm. because it was so creepy. The book is really good too. Yeah, yeah. I see. I want to watch some of that stuff again. Like I haven't watched The Black Cauldron forever. I have all of the Disney animated movies up to Lilo and Stitch. Wow. Like from oh, Snow, I love from Lilo Snow and White Stitch. all the way up to Lilo and Stitch, but they're all on video cassette, and I don't have a VCR anymore. So I'm trying to save up and buy the converter, and yep. then I'll just keep them in like a folder. Cool. Because I refuse to throw away my Disney movies. Yeah. But I can't watch them. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. Just look at them longingly. I yeah. do. They're in a bin, and it makes me sad every time I walk by the bin. I'm I like, hold them in my hand and it plays through I my head. I dropped <laughs> the Little Mermaid in the swimming pool when That's I was so little. That's so ironic. And it's still, no, it's because I was the Little Mermaid. Oh, okay. Right. So I had my movie under my arm all the time and I was in my pool the other rest of the time. So 
Um, I dropped it in the pool and it still works. That's just coming out of the <laughs> Disney vault on DVD yeah, as they do every now and then. I'm going to start might... buying the Disney movies. See, that's the thing is I own them already. So it's like so painful for me to be like, oh, I got to spend all this money again. But I did buy The Lion King and I'm probably going to buy The Little Mermaid. But then I just want to convert the other ones. Yeah. Because I don't really care. I mean, the special features are like, meh. The Lion King <laughs> special feature was really good though. Yeah. Did I you love see that it? Movie. No, the bloopers? No. I don't the Lion King ha- oh, bloopers? Oh, yeah, I saw it online. Oh, my God. Yeah. They were so funny. They are good. I love it when uh, animation companies do bloopers as in, like, the, the characters are all actually real people yeah. that are yeah. messing up on set. Oh, my God. Yeah. James Earl Jones was the funniest in those. That was so funny. <laughs> he kept on just going, oh, uh, because uh, his voice is so low. Right, right, <laughs> It'd right. just be like, <laughs> Mufasa. Mufasa. Okay. Uh, we'll take a break. We're going to come back, and we got some Star Trek talk coming, so uh, we'll be back in a minute. Hey, it's summertime, and you need a way to beat the heat. To help you out, we've marked down the price of all t-shirts in the Geek Generation store to just $12 until the end of August. Don't miss out on this sale. Get your shirt now by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash store. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hi, this is John DeLancey, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. Okay, we are back. Uh, the studio has somewhat decreased in membership. <laughs> Jen and Volpe melted. Yes. They have, they have abandoned us. They're puddles on the floor. They heard we were talking about Star Trek and they got afraid and ran out of the room. Yeah. So it's just me and Anna now. Oh, well. But really, this, this is the Star Trek crew. This is the only, this is the skeleton crew of the Enterprise. It's all we need. There you go. Yeah. So uh, you've been continuing your catch up. I have. Uh, for this Star Trek Virgin report. I have. <laughs> which I don't even know if you can be referred to as a Star Trek Virgin anymore. Probably but. not. I'm, uh, I'm season four. Into the next generation. Wow. I'm going to back up though because there's a lot I didn't cover. Okay. I think we, we stopped at the end of season or the mid season two of Star Trek. Yeah, way the back. original. Yep. So um, it's interesting not being an original Trekkie because everybody said season two of the original series was the best and that season three kind of fell off. Okay. I felt it was the total opposite. Really? Well, I'm a lot more action oriented. Like, I really like aliens and ooze and like spacey stuff okay. and like all that. But it was like a less, um, I guess... Star Trek's very religious for some people, mm-hmm. and season two was more like philosophical, okay. and that's why I think the original Trekkies like it better, and then they thought that it like dumbed itself down for season three. That makes sense, okay. But I enjoyed it better. It carried itself better. Like I wasn't bored as much. So my overall Star Trek, the original series sort of feeling is just like very, very hot and cold. Mm. Some episodes were unbelievably good. And some episodes were like horrifically, terribly, horribly, yeah. painfully bad. Yeah. So that that 
I think the best thing about it is the characters, certainly. I love Spock. He's my favorite out of everything I've seen so far. He's my favorite character. He's yep. amazing. Even in the new Star Trek 2009 Star Trek movie, like he did a great job. Love Spock. Um, I can't wait until the episode that he shows up in the next generation. Yeah. I am like pumped for that. I'm yeah. so excited already. Like I want to skip ahead, but I'm not going to, but I really <laughs> want to. I cannot wait until he shows up on the Well, you've show. seen his dad already though, right? Yes, I yeah. am past that one. Um, which I, we're gonna wait we're gonna wait we'll get to that um my experience with the movies Mm -hmm. i started watching the movies i watched um star trek the motion picture yep did fall asleep Mm. which i googled later i didn't look anything up over it but i i googled it later and they dubbed it star trek the slow motion picture yeah (laughs) because i guess it was bad so i didn't feel so bad that i fell asleep that it was like a notoriously bad movie the general perception about the original star trek movies are that the odds are bad and the evens are good right that's what i heard however i was not impressed with the wrath of khan really supposed to be the best one it is of the originals i think so i did actually stop watching the original (laughs) series movies because i'm like if i don't like the best one Mm. then i'm not gonna like the other ones in general they're not great this is about research this isn't about torture so I'm not going to be the perfectionist here and just like suffer through all of them because I really didn't enjoy the Wrath of Khan at all. And uh, I think it's because in which you might, the reason why you might have liked it and I don't is because you didn't watch the original series. Right. Because the whole problem I had with both of the movies were that they didn't have the same feel. Mm. They had the same characters. They did not have the same. It just felt like. They are different. Completely yeah. different. And they're they're. I don't, I don't know what the, the time frame is. I feel like they're way after. They are. They're like the 10 and 20 years right. later. Like like everyone's significantly older. Yeah. And it just doesn't have like the enterprise doesn't have the same feeling. The camaraderie isn't the same. The special effects obviously aren't the same, but they're so unalike that they don't fit anymore. Hmm. So it just, it's like the complete opposite. Like I like movies like the Simpsons movie, which is just a long episode. Yep. And I liked the South Park movie because it was just a long episode, but it had all the same elements. And okay. I just feel like the Star Trek movies strayed so far from the show that it just wasn't, I didn't have any like feeling toward it. I was like, meh. It is weird when you get to like the next generation movies. This is what I can identify with a little more is that y- you, even when you take and this was the same way with Firefly versus Serenity, the movie that they made on it too. It's the same bridge, but even just lighting it differently is a different feeling. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel the same. Are we on the same ship? Right. It looks like the same ship. But in Star Trek, even the bridge was totally different. Yeah, like they started true. you off right on a new Enterprise and yep. you're like, I want the old one. Yeah. Like, I don't want this one. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't want no, it. No, stu- and their uniforms are stupid. Yep. And like, that's the one thing I really miss. Is I really liked the uniforms in the original series. Yeah, I even don't. in Next Generation, like I that's that's what I know. Yeah, of, but they look so uncomfortable. Oh, they're ridiculous. Yeah. Their jumpsuits are the worst. They're always plan. pulling down. Oh yeah, their shirt. They're terrible. Yeah. like it's the worst idea ever for any uniform to be a one piece. It's just like yeah. absurd. And yeah. I think season three, they're two pieces. But like you said, they're still tugging on their shirts. Always, the whole time. it's distracting. Yeah, I'm like, all right, you're obviously uncomfortable. Yeah. And they don't really get better throughout the whole of Star Trek. No. They're still like that style, yeah. even though they change yeah. where the colors they're are. Just the organization. Yeah, they're just impractical. I mean, practical. that's the only thing. Even though I didn't like them as much, the um, uniforms in the movies are much more naval. Yeah. And they actually make more sense. Yep. I didn't like them because they weren't the same uniforms, yeah. but it, they actually do make more practical sense, the movie ones. Yep. 
because they're like, you know, you're the Federation. Yeah. You don't wear like a long sleeve shirt. Right, right. <laughs> you wear like a uniform. So that's where I dropped off the original series. Oh, and I watched a 2009 movie, which I really, really liked a lot. Um, so you haven't I, seen Into Darkness yet? Though. No, I can't okay. get anybody to go with me. Oh, <laughs> it's so sad. Nobody well, it's wants not to even it. in the theater anymore. I know. Is it? No, yeah. I'm so just gonna have to wait now. Yeah, um, I would have gone. I, I liked ha- it. Well, I threw it out there. There was really only two nights while it was still playing that I could go, and I'm like, "Who wants to come with me Wednesday or Saturday?" And I got a bunch of emails back going, "Oh yeah, that movie was great." And I'm like, I didn't ask you if it was good. I asked you if you wanted to go. <laughs> right. I'm like, I debated going to the theater myself, but I don't really live very close to any movie oh, okay. theaters. So I'm like, I have to hike all the way up there, sit in a movie by myself, and then hike all the way home. Like, eh. That sounds like fun to me. <laughs> eh, I didn't. I, eh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I seriously tossed it around, but I didn't go. So, But um, I had a couple issues with the 2009 movie because of watching the show. Okay. But not big, not major, nothing. Like, I didn't think they developed Bones very well. Um, they obviously didn't develop Scotty very well because he wasn't in it very right, much, right. but I guess he was in Into Darkness he, like a lot. A lot more, yeah. So that'll be good. And, um, I think that the, the interaction between Bones and Spock were missing because that's mm-hmm. like half the show is like the two of them right, being the right. opposite sides of Kirk sort of. So that I'm hoping like will be in Into Darkness more because they all know each other better. They've yep. been together for a little longer. I um, really like what they did without spoiling anything. I don't know why even would avoid spoiling anything from the 2009 movie, but some people just watched it. Okay. (laughs) The, um, the way that they kind of took created a universe where they can take liberties and yet still say that everything that you've seen before is still there. And we still respect that. And that still exists was really well done. That was a very good idea because it's pretty much the only way you could do what he wanted to do and still make the fans happy. Yeah. But that's like, you know, because they can change the timeline, really the only thing they have left is the character interaction. So yes. they, and I thought, it, like, aside from Bones, they did that really, really well, which yep. is great. Yeah. But that was, that was the end of my experience with the original series because I did quit the movies. Um, and then I started up The Next Generation. Yeah. Now you're in my territory. Yes. Now we One have something to talk about. All time. <laughs> so. The first season was a little slow. Yes, it is. The pilot's no good. <laughs> no, not really. Um, Deanna Troy drives me batty. Yes. And it's not her. It's not even the, it's really? not the character and it's not the actress. In season it's the one, fact I think she's... that she's there pisses me off. Really? Gene Roddenberry and the whole idea behind the original series is like equality. Yep. Like Lieutenant Ahura's up there. I mean, she's gorgeous, but she's not looked at in a sexual light. Like okay. she's not like viewed that way. And she's a lieutenant and she's female and she's black. Like the whole thing. Okay. And with Next Generation too, like you have, you know, a Klingon on the ship. Sure. Like you have, it's all about equality. And then they throw this girl in, which he's admitted that she is eye candy. Yeah. That's why she's there. That pisses me off because it's so non-Star Trek. It's so anti-Star Trek. She's such a key function of the show, though, too. She is, but, like, they could have done that with, like, a higher collar. Like, they literally, he put her in there to be eye candy, and that makes me so angry because that's so not Star Trek. Hmm. Like, that's so anti-Star Trek. Okay. And I guess later on, she gets her pips back on her collar and like she gets a little more actiony and she gets to go down, um, transport more. Yeah. When she starts off, she's not even like necessarily, um, I mean, she's part of Starfleet, but because of her role, she doesn't she, have to wear the uniform no, or anything. Right. Or, 
I mean, but she is a lieutenant. Right. Like they bring that up. So right. it's really irritating to me that she's like, let's look at her tits. Like that yeah. pisses me off just beyond. I mean, I think she's a nice character. She seems like a nice woman. Like, you know, she's very reasonable. She helps a lot of people. Like, it's, so it's not her character. It's just the fact that like the reason why she wears what she wears is literally like Gene Roddenberry going, okay, like we need a hot girl. Sure. In there. And he was a womanizer. Yeah. Which is irritating, too, to think about because everything's supposed to be so equal. But, like, he cheated on his wife and, I don't know. So, she drives me nuts. But... <laughs> his wife? No. Just Deanna Troy. Oh, like, okay. drives me crazy. But, I mean, I like her, but it just... I don't like that. You know who his wife is in the show, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And she's also the voice of the computer. Yes. You can tell. She's got kind of a distinctive voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, you know, it started off like anything else. Like, I didn't know any of the characters. So I was like, oh, this is okay. Like, there were some boring episodes. There's some good episodes. Yep. And then now I'm, like, in season four and it's intense. Yeah. This is actually a really good weekend to talk about it because I just finished the two-part Borg story. Okay. And Best the fall. Yeah. And the episode after that, which I thought was just as good. I the, haven't. I, I'm, like, re-watching and four yeah. isn't back out. So you have to remind me which he, episode it it's is. It's when... Um, Picard is like recovering and they and he goes home to his brother. They have to fix the ship because the Borg oh, okay. like destroyed the yep, ship. Yep. So they go back to Earth and the Enterprise is being worked on. You meet Worf's parents. Sure. And Picard goes down and meets his brother. And I thought that episode was just as good as the action packed previous two, like because it was just a really good contrast. Yep. And these are the kind of things that are like that the original series didn't have. Like they didn't have any kind of continuing stories. They didn't have as much character development. Like as much as you got to learn between their like the characters between each other, mm -hmm. like they didn't go as deep as the next generation is going, which is right. awesome. Which makes me want to say that my new favorite character, well, other than Spock, my new favorite Data. one is Data. I, knew I love it Data. Would be. I, knew I love it. him so much. <laughs> He's the best. He's so awesome. And it's wicked funny because we talk about like how you cry at Doctor Who. Data makes me cry all the time. Yeah. Like I cry. All the time. And it's always Data that does it. Like, oh, my God. I love him. The Tasha Yar funeral. Oh, my God. That was brutal. Yeah. I think I was telling you about it. I had the flu that day. Oh, yeah. So I was already, like, like couldn't keep the boogers in my nose. Like, already I was had a fever. I, like, was nauseous. Having the flu is the worst thing ever. And on top of that, I watch that episode yeah so i'm like i was just like a mess of body fluids like it was like the most disgusting thing ever i was like crying and like snot everywhere and i already had a headache because i had the flu and like yep. crying gives me a headache <laughs> so it's like a puddle of like misery i'm like why did i just watch that episode like so bad Worst now, did timing. you like tasha because she kind of annoyed me i liked her um I understand why she quit because they didn't do enough with her. Mm -hmm. And I think that was part of like, I think your annoyance with her was probably the actress coming through the character Maybe. because she wasn't happy being there. Okay. So I think that she had a lot of potential that didn't get met, which is unfortunate. But it's because she didn't show off her giant tits all the time, apparently. <laughs> well, I so. think it's I think it's more interesting to have. Like, yes, it's interesting to have a woman as the head of security. Yeah. I think it's more interesting to have Worf, a Klingon, an outsider, yeah. as the head of your ship's security, the flagship of the yeah. Federation. Yeah. That's even more yeah. interesting. No, it's it's fine. I don't, like, miss her, but I didn't dislike her either. Yeah. But there's just been a couple other times when he, like, talks about being human that, like, gets to me. Yeah. Like, he just... When he had his daughter... He's Pinocchio. Oh, my God. When he had his daughter, I cried so hard at that episode. Oh, my God. 
It was so sad because yeah. he was like talking about how she could feel love and he couldn't, but he can. Data, I know you can. Like he feels all the same things as us, it's just it in is a, a different weird way. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny because he's the total opposite of Spock. Because Spock is like a biological entity that like suppresses, suppresses his yeah. feelings, and then like Data is, you know, not real, and he like has all these feelings, but like, he doesn't even realize he has them. Yep. I don't know. He's amazing. I can't wait till they meet. I'm so excited. I'm going to like have the biggest geek out friggin' craziness like ever. Like when Spock's on that show, I'm going to freak out. Data is phenomenal. My my guy He's has always awesome. been Jordy though. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't latch on to Jordy, yeah. especially in the first season. He's kind of there. Yeah. And you notice that he goes from like a helmsman right. to chief engineer. Right. They were like, we got to give him something more interesting to do. Plus, they didn't have like Scotty was such an amazing chief engineer and they didn't have one. Right. Really. Right. They they had like some lady that did it for one episode and yeah. they had some other guy, but they didn't have a chief engineer. They didn't have somebody down there kind of taking care of shit. Yep. I think they realized pretty quickly that that was lacking. That yeah. You need to have the chief engineer. And I love Data and Jordy's relationship. Yes. Their friendship is adorable. That makes yeah. me cry sometimes, too. <laughs> the problem I have with Jordy is I'm just such a reading Rainbow fan. I, I get that, that. Like I can't get over him. Like right. he's just he's Lavar Burton. He's just Lavar Burton to me. Like yeah. and he's got a visor in his face. But I get he's that. still Lavar Burton. Like that's the only reason I I can't like I can't really identify with Jordy is yep. because that's how I view him. And you had mentioned love- to me too that you like Pulaski. I like I did like Pulaski over Crusher. I think she's got more character. Yeah. Crusher is just kind of blah. I mean, she's a nice lady. She's a great actress, but she's got nothing to her. There's no depth there. Like she's just a lady, like a sweet lady and Will's mom. Yeah. Like she's no, but like Pulaski had attitude. She'd throw it back at Picard. Mm -hmm. Like she, you know, would play poker with the guys. Like she just was way more. She had a more yeah, okay. dynamism, you know, she really was, she was way cool. I, I think I was just into and the whole was, budding romance thing. Oh, with, probably. Yeah. yeah, that would be you. Yeah. And that wouldn't be me. <laughs> she was in the original series. She was in it two, in two different yeah. episodes. Yep. So that was kind of cool too. No, I liked her. I missed her. I liked her a lot. Obviously, I love Picard. Yeah. Because he looks like my dad. Now, Kirk or Picard? Card. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, good. Yeah, not even like a question. Like I love him. And yeah. when he's in the romantic setting, it like weirds me out. Yeah, it's so <laughs> I'm like, he's my dad. When like... he meets uh Vosh and everything, it's a little strange. Yeah, um not... the girl on the yeah, I yeah. know which one you're talking about. Yeah. She's back. A oh lot. really? She's, she's cool. I like her. She'll be back. Yeah, I, I love her. Vosh. She's a great character. Um yeah, those scenes are weird for me. Because he looks like my dad. <laughs> so I love Picard, but I love him in a different way. Right. Like, but it's I also love... not just because he looks like your dad. I think it's weird to see him in that because it's so out of character for him. Yeah. It's what he keeps in. It's almost like his Spock side. Right. He's completely like the opposite of Kirk, too, which is awesome. Yeah. Like, that's one thing that's so great that they did is they did not try to duplicate it. They just like said, we're going to take There's not this a guy. lot of duplication. No. Anywhere. No. Not really. Like, you try to find the equivalents. The only thing, I mean, you can say there's a similarity between... Spock, Spock and, Data. and Data, and almost throughout all of Trek, there's always a character, and they're usually like the science officer, right? Yeah, that the audience kind of latches onto. Someone either doesn't understand humanity, or is trying to be, or is trying to spread. Like, right? There's always that character somewhere, right? So I don't know. I'm really enjoying it. I still don't consider myself like a Trekkie. Yep. But I'm definitely enjoying the Next Generation like a lot. I'm How much do you that. love Q? 
I don't love Q. Really? No, and that's the other thing that I don't know if it's Ooh, because... Ooh, that shocks me. I don't know if that's because, again, I'm not like an original, like I didn't grow up with it, but that's another opinion I have that's totally opposite of everybody else. Like this guy at work, he never watched the original series, but he did. No, maybe he did. I don't know. We talk about Trek a lot. And he, when I started Next Generation, he goes, wait till you meet Q. You're going to love Q. Q's my favorite character. Well, he's the first I episode. I hate but... him. Really? He's an asshole. He is, Fucking yeah. leave him alone. He's the best villain ever. Uh, no, he's a jackass. He is. Like, I like cool villains that are like scary, that I'm like intimidated by. I'm not intimidated by Q. I just want to punch him in the teeth. Q he's is, a dick. Q is an all-powerful joker. Yeah, he's a dick. That's why I love him. He's the joker. He's <sighs> just got crazy powers. He's not he's as not cool homicidal. as the Joker. The Joker's like crazy, which Q makes him like, cool. He loves fucking Q's with people. He's just a dick. Yeah. I don't like dicks. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, leave him alone. Like, the, the Enterprise are good people. Like, I don't mind fucking with people that deserve it. Yeah. I am not okay with fucking people that are like minding their own goddamn business. It's like, leave him alone. Maybe it's not so much the character as it is. Whenever Q showed up in an episode, you knew it was like, oh, okay awesome like <laughs> something interesting is going to come of this i don't know every episode he's in is like different in yeah. a very he brought the borg way. on oh yeah the, on the friggin oh, yeah. federation what an asshole yeah like holy shit i do like guinan and i like how she hates q because i yep. hate him too <laughs> so we're like on team hate q you never ever ever find out guinan's whole deal either yeah which i like yeah i googled that because i tried to find out yeah no you never <laughs> no. never know so, no, I'm really, really enjoying it. I wanted to skip ahead to the movies because I wanted to see if it would do the same thing, and I stopped myself from being yeah. good. But isn't the first one Generations, where they actually, Kirk the and Picard are in the same? Yeah, yep. that see, that interests me. I'm kind of excited for that one. Yeah. The, the other movies, I would say, are kind of what you had said you wanted, where they feel like longer episodes. Yeah. The standout of the movies, by far, is First Contact. Mm-hmm. The Borg. Mm-hmm. It is phenomenal. Yeah. Generations is good. Um, I would say any of the next generation movies are almost better than yeah. the originals. Well, it's funny about that two-part Borg episode is while I was watching it, I'm like, this feels like a movie. Like, if they had just made that into a movie, it would have been awesome. Yeah. Like, because it really, the way they had, like, the other first officer lady come in and, you know, because you always, when you ever have a movie, you have, like, a new character. Right. Um, It felt like a movie. Like, I really, really liked that that two-part story. And I loved the episode after that with Gardner's brother. Yep. Oh, so good. You have so many, like... Oh. You have so many great episodes <laughs> coming, coming up ahead of you. There's 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 one episode where Picard lives out an entire lifetime in one episode. Really? And it's it's not necessarily his. Amazing. Um there's there's one that me and uh, a friend of mine always would joke about in in uh school. It's an episode called Masks where Data has a whole civilization downloaded into his brain. And it's like he has multiple personalities. He keeps switching between people. Wow. Awesome episode. And actually, you probably have one coming up soon. Picard gets, like, stranded on a planet with an alien, and they have no similar, like, language. This guy talks in metaphor, Hmm. but metaphor referencing his own civilization. Right. So even as the metaphors are laid out, Picard's like, I don't understand the characters you speak of. Right. So I don't understand what you're trying to say. Right. And they, oh, it's so good. (laughs) It's so good. But, um, but there's been, like, obviously you've hit some major one. Best of both worlds is obviously 
a big deal. And to think of that as being like the end of a third season, you hear Riker say fire and then you wait. Oh, I know what that would have been like. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. Like that was crazy. It's funny too. There's, there's special features on the Blu-rays and stuff where they're now being interviewed about things like that. And Patrick Stewart tells a story about being in traffic and, uh, like being next to a woman in a car and the, the woman's like, roll down your window. He rolls it down. She's like, you ruined my summer. Oh my God. Like, th- <laughs> like this, this thing that you did, this cliffhanger, yeah. just kill, I can't handle oh my it. God. Like that was when the series really took off. Yeah. And everyone was watching and cause for a while, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it was a calf stumbling on its Yeah. It legs. was hit and miss. Just yeah. Like, it very much yeah. was. But like, uh, so that was, that was a big deal. Season two, Measure of a Man, the mm-hmm. whole trial with Data. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, and that's, that was their first like award winning episode. Yeah. That, that, I love that one. That's that so good. And actually amazing. there's an extended version of that on the Blu-rays too. Oh, really? There's like eight or nine minutes of extra stuff. I was like, I don't even know what was added. Yeah. It, was, it just felt wow. right in there. Yeah. That one was great. How like, um, Riker had to. I love Be the, the prosecutor stuff like that. against yeah. that. Like that was crazy too. Yeah. Like when he shuts off Data and stuff, you're just like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. It's crazy. That was nuts. That was really good. It's just really, like, it's just better thought out, I guess. And it kind of makes me sad because I think that the original series was going in that direction mm-hmm. and it just didn't have time. Well, yeah, to they do didn't it. have seven seasons. No. And, and like, they didn't get people on board in time to save the show, basically, yep. which sucks. But, um, I actually really like Wesley Crusher better than I did at first, too. Like, he's growing on me. I think it's an interesting concept having a young, 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 young person. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's always torn. Like, he wants to go to the Academy, but he wants to stay in the Starship. Like, the, we just had an episode where he was talking about how he never considered after the Academy that he might not get stationed on the Enterprise. Right. And he was like, uh. He's like, this oh, is yeah. my family. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even think of that. And he ended up staying. Right. Well, yeah, Picard could just, even though he could just go, I want Crusher. And yeah. He'd be back. Well, he said, though, he said, I can, I can request you, but it's not a guarantee that sure. I can get you. He goes, I absolutely will want you back, but that doesn't mean like it probably happened, yep. but it's not a guarantee. Yeah. You know, but he ended up staying to save the ship. Right. And then he was right. late and then conveniently gets to stay in the Enterprise for another year. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I like his character a lot better than I, than I thought I did. Troy's mom is hilarious. She She's is wicked funny. Yeah. So no, I'm enjoying it like a lot more than I thought I would because I didn't. You know, the original series was way more hit and miss, and this is starting to become more hits. You know, every day is like another. All right, like that one was cool, and like and I it keeps getting. Now better I want to yeah. watch another one. You know, sometimes yep. like on a Saturday night, I'll watch two or three in a row. Like I don't just watch them when I work out in the morning. Sure. And uh, yeah, no, it's it's good. I'm excited for the movies. I I do think I'm gonna take a break though, cause I'm I need to catch up on some other stuff. Yep. Um, that have a deadline like Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I have to be ready. But um, understandable. Yeah, and then I'm not. I'm still like very not sure if I'm gonna do anything past the next generation. Okay. Like I might give Deep Space Nine a try. I I'm not. It's there's a, there's a lot of people that hate on Deep Space Nine. But I will give them like you like you said they didn't try to repeat things between the yeah. original and the next generation. Right. They don't try to repeat anything either because now they're going to a stationary right place. Right. Which is like, well, are you taking away all this other stuff? Because so now what do you do? How do you right. make the series work when you're all kind of fixed in one area? Right. I still love DS9. But yeah. 
I'm yeah. gonna give it a try. I'm not convinced that I'm gonna like it. First of all, I hate the Ferengi, and I know there's like a main character. Ferengi. They're very different. Yeah. In Deep Space Nine, they start off very feral. Yeah. And they slowly shift even throughout Next Generation. Mm-hmm. You, you probably even now you're starting to see them come down a little bit. Yeah. But I still like they're just gross to look at. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I don't, I'm like I don't even want them on screen. I'm like, Ugh. I agree. Yeah, they're gross. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I watched uh, a lot of documentaries, too. They're yeah. Called, I call it my research. Yeah. I watched The Captains, which okay. was produced and directed by William Shatner. Right. That was interesting. The guy that plays the captain in Deep Space Nine yep. is a weirdo. Really? Oh, my God. Weird. Like. <laughs> Did not know this. Oh, my God. Like, the, the parts, they kind of skipped around, but it was always Shatner interviewing these other captains. Yep. And. They skipped around a lot, but every time they did a segment between those two, it was like a drug-induced, like, it made no sense. Wow. Like, what they were saying to each other made no sense. I'm just like... Some people you have conversations with and you just don't connect. No, that guy is like, he. I think he was on drugs. Oh. Like, he was, like, playing the piano at the same time and, like, making what he was saying into music. That's weird. And he was like a beatnik. Like huh. it was, he was like, yeah, man. Then you're like, right, and like, and I'm like, what are you even fucking talking about? Like, you're so <laughs> weird. And so I'm afraid, like, I'm gonna watch Deep Space Nine and be like, you're that weird guy, and like, it's gonna affect oh, my whole. You know bad. what I mean? I'm yeah. like, he's. It made no sense. He's like, really good in the show. If you so. can watch clips from that movie, or I almost if you don't want to watch the whole now. thing. You'll just be like, what is that guy on? Like, weirdo, weirdo. <laughs> But that was a pretty, other than that, that was a pretty good, the, between, um, Shatner and, and Patrick Stewart were the best. Yeah. Um, the, cause I feel like they're more, like their seasons were long, like, well, I mean, Kirk's wasn't long, but he had 30 something episodes a mm-hmm. season, so it actually was longer than you think. And then, um, you know, Picard was the captain for such a long time. I just think they had like more relevant things Absolutely. to talk about. Like they had more to say. Yeah. And I saw, I, I watched a bunch about the, um, about the conventions mm-hmm. and Trekkies. I think one of them was just called Trekkies. Yep. And another one was by Gene Roddenberry's son. Rod who, Roddenberry. Yeah. yeah. Who was doing what? Um, Again, I don't know why you'd name your son Rod when your last name's Roddenberry, it's but whatever. It's very odd. <laughs> um, I think that one was, I liked that one because he was doing what I'm doing. Okay. He never, he didn't grow up with Star Trek. Right. He goes, it's weird because I has pictures of me like with the Enterprise when I was a baby, but he's like, I don't remember it. I never watched it. I never had anything to do with it. Yep. Like he was sort of, his dad cheated on his mom, so he didn't have a very right, good relationship right. with his dad. So he sort of stayed away from it on purpose. And then he decided to do this movie. So he's discovering Star Trek for the first time as an adult, which sure. is what I'm doing. So, like, I thought that was pretty cool. Like, that was a nice one for me to watch because I was, like, looking at it through. We were, like, looking through the same set of eyes. Not already, I'm a full-fledged Trekkie and I love this shit. Right. It's like, I want to find out what these people are so excited about. Because everyone wants to talk to them about it. Right. Yeah. So that was a really good one because it was sort of about the discovery of, like, what his father did. And it's pretty good. It is very good, like concept behind star trek yeah. like i said i'm still not like totally i'm not gonna be dressing up at a convention anytime soon <laughs> like i want to go to one as part of my research right, i want right. to go and, and see all the stuff there but 
you know, I haven't bought any Star Trek t-shirts or like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not like there yet. I might be by the end of Next Generation. We'll see. You're not into Trek the way I'm into Who already. No. Like, I mean, I have Doctor Who t-shirts and TARDISes all over my house. Right. And like, you know, because it's just. Oh, but, I latched on But again, it's quick. something I grew up with. Like, right. I don't know if you have that child life collection geek feeling i only started watching doctor who um yeah but you're you two or three yeah that's true <laughs> i'm talking about normal people <laughs> i consume things in an not, abnormal way not that i'm normal but um i think that sometimes like the collector's perspective is like it has something to do with being a kid sure i don't know there is a nostalgia yeah i mean there's a couple of things i collect like i haven't collected i collect walking dead comics but i don't collect any toys yeah so i don't know well i mean when i go back and watch even the blu-rays now as i'm slowly watching them all again there are episodes i've forgotten about because yeah. it's been so long yeah that i've watched them but when i'm watching them i feel like i'm with my family like right. these i grew up with this right as a part of the as a member of this crew i feel like right yes so, exactly yeah. no i i i think that i will never have that but um but i'm still liking it a lot like yeah I'm going to admit, the original series was tough to get through. It was. There was some amazing, like, Space Seed was, like, the best episode ever. It was amazing. But there weren't very many like that. It had, like, so much potential. And then I feel like the next generation is taking all that potential and making something out of it, you know. So it's great. Yep. It's good. Um, So I'm about halfway through that, I guess, because there's seven seasons and I'm in the fourth. So we'll have to catch back up a little little later. Absolutely. All right. We'll we'll end things there. Final thoughts. Something you want to plug? really okay <laughs> uh then for everyone else please head over to thegeekgeneration.com check out everything we do over there if you use itunes please rate the show and write a review like us on facebook at facebook.com slash the geek generation follow us at geek generation on twitter and pinterest follow me on twitter and instagram at the night angel send emails to podcasts at thegeekgeneration.com and as always the show theme is provided by machine supremacy the link to their site can also be found on our site we will see you guys next week make it so (laughs) make it so